Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, Hard to Make Friends as an Adult. I'm Ryan. And I'm Macy. And today we're going to be discussing one of the most popular types of friend making in the modern era, online friends. An online friend could be somebody that you meet through a Facebook group, an app, maybe an online community, or even a game where you're playing virtually somehow. There's a lot of ways to connect and meet people online, and a lot of those people can turn into really good friends. Ryan, how would you define this friend group? Yeah, I think it's pretty obviously what you said, anything online, but the internet is so expansive that there are just so many different ways you can meet somebody. It's hard to put it in a narrow group, but yeah, completely agree. Anyone you can meet online would be somebody that falls into this category. I think that so many of us have made online friends, especially with the pandemic recently happening. So I feel like almost everyone listening can probably relate to this category, even if you have maybe met them online and become friends in person, we all kind of can relate to going to the internet looking for a good friend. So I think this is a really great friend category to talk about. It's always um, a good option, especially if you've moved or maybe you don't live near your hometown anymore. Like you said, it's so expansive. There's so many different ways to meet and make a friend online. So I think that this is a really positive category to talk about. I also think it should be, you know, discussed that for a lot of people, particularly if you're sick, maybe you have to work and live at home and you can't really leave your house for whatever reason, maybe medical or not. It's really nice to be able just to log on to an app or a website and talk to people and have community like virtually right from the comfort of your own home. So this is a really great category and I feel like it's a very positive friend type for so many people. Yeah, completely agree there as well. I think that online friends are so expansive. However, I do think that it's one of the least efficient types of ways to make a friend. By that, I mean you will meet so many different people online. Uh, The chances of you really becoming great friends with one of them might be a little bit smaller. However, I will say it's definitely one of the easier ways to make a friend. You can go online in so many different ways, really see all of the different options you have to make a friend. So in a way, it is maybe not as efficient, but you can do it from the comfort of your home. You can find somebody with at least one or two shared interests with yourself, maybe a hobby, maybe something along those lines, like you said, a video game, and really take it from there. So I think it's a really great way to make a friend, especially now where everybody might be virtual. You can really do this throughout your day at all times and just be putting out branches to try to make friends. So my opinion is very positive, but I think like almost all the other friend groups, you do have to put in a little work to make those relationships last. However, it's definitely the lowest stress. You know, you might not even have to meet these people that you find online. So I definitely have a positive opinion about it. I think a lot of people make online friends and kind of keep them as a virtual friend. Not everyone ends up meeting in person, especially if your friend lives in a different location than you. However, I have a little bit of a more unique story with that. So back in 2013, I moved to New York City and I was doing a photography program there and doing a couple internships. And for whatever reason, I just didn't really exactly know how to make friends like in this new big city. Um, So I went to Craigslist. <laughs> I can't believe it though. That's rough. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of pre like Bumble BFF and Meetup <laughs> and some of those apps. And I just didn't really know. 
I don't even think Facebook groups were a huge thing yet. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, yeah, so I didn't exactly know how to meet someone. So I literally typed up an ad on Craigslist. This is, like, such, like, a 1999 Meg Ryan <laughs> film in the making. <laughs> um, I typed up this little ad, like, oh, I'm new to the city. I'm just looking for a friend to go do stuff with, you know. Um, just email me back if you're also looking for that. And I got, like, a lot of responses, and a lot of them were really, really weird. I'm not going to lie. It's a little creepy. (laughs) And I remember thinking, like, okay, this was not the best route for this. Like, I'm not looking for a friend to uh, do anything odd (laughs) with, to put it nicely. (laughs) Because Craigslist has some weird people on there. Um, But out of all these random messages I got, a lot of them were spam (laughs) I did get one message from someone named Camille, and, you know, she said she was, like, in her early 20s as well, and that she lived kind of close to where I was in the East Village, and how she liked going out and going to parks and just doing, like, random stuff around the city, and that, you know, she would be down to meet. So, I kind of got excited. I was like, this would be really cool, like, this Camille girl, and she seems kind of like myself in the same age group and everything. Like, we didn't know what we looked like or anything, you know what I mean? And besides just this email address, there was no way to, like, verify if she was who she said she was. Right. So, maybe, like, a week or two went by, and we decided to meet at a park. I think it was closer to where she lived. And we were going to meet at a park and go get, like, boba tea or something. So I go to this park, and, like, again, I have no idea what she looks like. I think maybe she texted me because we exchanged numbers, like, what she might be wearing that day. Um, So I go to the park and kind of sat there, and I was like, did I mess up? Like, am I going to be kidnapped? (laughs) (laughs) This is Craigslist. I don't know. Uh, But sure enough, like, five minutes later, I saw someone that looked like her, like, the same kind of outfit and hairstyle. So we met in person, and it was Camille. She was real. I did not get catfished. Um, And we went and got boba tea and just kind of hung out for a couple hours. I really liked her. And then that friendship turned into, like, a whole year-long friendship the whole time I was in New York. I would say we hung out maybe once every two or three weeks. She really got me out of my comfort zone, like, food-wise, because she, like, had lived in New York for a while. So she took me to all these really cool spots and... She was super, like, adventurous and just a really unique person, a lot different from my Texas friends. (laughs) So, um, I would say, like, she's kind of the person that, like, made me into this really kind of trendy New Yorker. Um, yeah, so it was a really cool friendship. To this day, we're still friends on Instagram. I'm not sure if she will listen to this podcast. (laughs) But if she does, thank you, Camille, for not killing me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that was a really positive friend experience. And I don't necessarily recommend using Craigslist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't either. Um, Especially nowadays when there's so many other apps and things available. But, you know, if you don't know, like, how to meet someone, there's a lot of people, like, looking for it, too. Because, I mean, this girl, like, she lived in New York. She had roommates and friends, and she was still, like, scrolling Craigslist looking for friends, too, you know. So, I think even when you think someone has a ton of friends and stuff, there's always people looking for new connections and just new people to vibe with, so... I had a really good uh, Craigslist story there. Yeah. <laughs> sponsor us, Craigslist. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we want that sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was a cool way to meet someone, and it really changed my entire time in New York. 
But Ryan, do you have any other stories that you'd like to share about your online friend experiences? Yeah, thanks for sharing your Craigslist story. I don't have a Craigslist story. I try to avoid Craigslist at all costs if I can. But hey, whatever works, I suppose. For me, uh, my one of my hobbies is playing video games. And with today's technology, obviously playing video games online with friends is huge. Uh, if you have a younger sibling or relative, you know that they are always playing Fortnite, always playing Minecraft, whatever, anything online with their friends. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about my experience just meeting people through video games online. For me, I'm not much into Fortnite and Minecraft, but I do play some first-person shooter games like Call of Duty or like Apex Legends. And it's really simple to, you know, meet people while playing. Now, almost similar to Craigslist, you will meet a lot of really crazy people. You'll meet anyone from a 10-year-old playing in their basement when they're sick from school to a 40-year-old that sounds like they're about to murder you in real life while you're playing the game. So I'm serious. There's quite the wide range of people. And again, most people playing those types of games are not going to want to make friends with you. They're just there to blow off steam or whatever. But there are a couple people that, you know, you can specifically chat to and just start kind of playing with. Maybe like you play well with them on, on the same team and you kind of get to talking. So that happened to me a couple times throughout the years and I would, you know, just make the friend online and anytime they were online, you know, you can message them and, and play with them. And of course I play other games similar, like uh, sports games like Rocket League or FIFA soccer and stuff. And you can do that similarly as well. But again, it is more competition based and you're really going to be fighting against each other in a certain way. Now, I will say this about online friends. You'll see a lot of the stories about people meeting after 10 years playing online together. That was never me. I never felt the need to go out beyond the internet on the video game system to, to meet them. But, you know, you certainly can. I know a lot of people have developed really great friendships by just meeting each other online. Uh, and then the last thing in regards to video games would just be sometimes you have an actual friend that you're playing the video game with and they bring their friend in and play with you. And let's say your friend then has to get offline and it's just you and this other random person and you start playing friends. That actually happened to me quite a bit, especially growing up um, in high school, college, you know, you would be exposed to a lot of different people that, you know, you know this person through college and he knows this person through high school. So now you're playing with your college friend's high school friend for a couple hours. That happened to me a couple times. Um, but it was really fun. You know, it's, it's a cool way to just like chat about something specific, which is the video game you're playing, and not have to worry and just blow steam off and make a friend along the way if you can. Again, I wouldn't say that that's a way that you should pursue making a friend. I would probably go and play a video game to play the video game and then make a friend along the way, if that makes sense. So that's kind of my experience with just playing video games and, and making friends. But nowadays with video games, there's full communities around specific games. So if you get obsessed with something like like Pokemon or any of the other games that are kind of small niche games. I'm not saying Pokemon's a small niche game, but there are Discord communities and ways to meet people and trade and have a full community experience with them. And I highly recommend doing that if that's something you're into. Very cool. I know like I did Animal Crossing a lot during the pandemic and there's Animal Crossing Facebook groups that I joined and a lot of people I think do 
communicate all the time through that and they have made friends so it's pretty cool yeah definitely if it is a hobby of yours specifically a specific game you can really dive in and make as many friends as you want because there's tons of people playing the same game as you well and the nice thing about the gaming community or just really any type of online presence like that is that you can just talk about the game and you know these people don't know anything about your personal life And it can be really nice just to have that kind of anonymous uh, personality, I guess, you know, (laughs) where you're just talking about this thing that you like and there's no drama, really. So Yeah, there's no drama until you get yelled at by a 10-year-old boy for not playing well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there you go. Very cool. So I think it's also important to talk a little bit about the negatives of online friend making. Now, first and foremost, I think it's important to address the amount of misinformation and lying on the internet. Of course, everywhere there is misinformation and stretching of the truth, but on the internet, it seems like everybody lies. Everybody's six foot tall and over. Everybody has a great career. Everybody is doing fantastic, but we just know that's not the case, right? Yeah, I definitely think that the catfishing is real, even from a friend standpoint. I think, you know, when you hear catfishing, you all automatically think about people dating online, but it does also happen in the friend communities. Um, You just never know who you're talking to. It's kind of like how when I met Camille on Craigslist, I was actually nervous sitting there in public because you don't know if this person is who they say they are. I think... Now, with Skype and Zoom and even FaceTime, it's a lot easier to actually, you know, at least know who you're talking to is who they're claiming to be. But So if they can't FaceTime, (laughs) it's probably not legit, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, you need to verify that identity. Don't don't go Manti Teo style uh, (laughs) and and go catfish. But yeah, good, good point. Catfishing is something that unfortunately exists, and I wish it didn't, but... It's important to be yourself online for a lot of the reasons we've discussed in the previous episodes of the podcast. If you're not yourself online and you get into the situation where now you want to be friends with this individual, you're going to have to stick with that persona that you've created. And that's not what you want out of a friend. You want someone who accepts you for who you are and values you. You're just not going to have that if you're stretching the truth online. Yeah, and what's really nice though, I think, you know, You don't have to necessarily entirely be yourself, but you definitely want to, you know, you don't want to be like lying also, as you said, because you might meet someone and think, oh, I'm just going to make up this story about my life. But then if you become really good friends, it's like now you're kind of living a lie through this friendship. And I think a lot of people, that's how they get ghosted and things. Um, So it's better just to be upfront and you don't have to give away just all the information. I mean, you don't have to tell someone what you do for a living, you know, like if it's not something you want to talk about and it's actually probably really good to be aware that you don't want to overshare or give out information that could maybe manipulate you down the road or get your identity stolen (laughs) or something. So definitely. And I think bringing up ghosted is important too. I think this category would probably be the most you will get ghosted because there are very low consequences for ghosting an online friend. I mean, they're not going to show up or you're probably might, you, you won't see them ever again. Likely, you know, easy to just disappear in and out like that. And the other thing that we also alluded to is it's much more difficult just to meet people in person after you've met online. You have to really coordinate all the details. And I think sometimes talking online feels really easy for a lot of people. And then when you meet in person, it can feel a little bit awkward. You know, like um, you might have that connection through text, but that doesn't mean that when you meet, you're going to feel the same in person. So 
I think you don't want to get your hopes up ever and you don't want to uh, maybe put all your eggs in one basket with these friends. And especially, you know, thinking about platonic versus uh, serious relationships, I think online friends are better to be kept like at a platonic level. I think a lot of people kind of get really attached to someone and that can be really great if, you know, they are who they say they are and you have the same, I guess, goals for your relationship. But um, you just want to be really careful, I think, with this friend group and what it could lead to or not lead to. Definitely. I think a lot of people love online dating and there's nothing against online dating, but it's completely different than making a friend online. And it's important to separate those two. We've already kind of discussed why it's important to make a friend online, but let's go through now a few ways of how you can do this. Now, again, there are so many different options that you can do to make a friend online. The way that we thought would be the best to go through it is just to list off rapid fire style a few different options that are all possible to use to make a friend. Now, some are definitely going to be more difficult than others. So we're going to go through rapid style, Macy, and I'm going to hit you with a couple of these things and we'll just briefly chat about them and how hard it would be to make a friend online using that app or site. All right. All right. So first off is Facebook groups. I think that seems like a really easy way because you have the common interest and Facebook kind of helps verify their identity and it's easy to chat through Facebook Messenger. Cool. How about Twitter? Oh, I don't know. I feel like uh, people have made friends through that, but it's just kind of looking through tweets and I'm not sure if there's a huge community where you would be talking often. Yeah, I'd agree with that. How about Instagram? I think that a lot of people do connect on Instagram, um, but then a lot of times they probably take that friendship offline. That makes sense. How about Pinterest? I know you have a special place in your heart for Pinterest. I do love Pinterest. I actually have probably spent thousands of hours scrolling that app, but I don't think it's a good way to make a friend. You've never made a friend? No, because you're not really chatting. You're just pinning. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't made a friend, I don't think anyone will. <laughs> uh, how about Reddit? You know, I'm not super experienced with Reddit besides just looking up random threads and things, but I do think a lot of people talk on there, especially if they're like in the shared Reddit theme. Yeah. I think it's a little more, um, you know, not personal though. You have your own username and it's a little bit not who you actually are. I think there's a lot of trolls also, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How about uh, Flickr? So I actually used to do a ton of photography and I posted on Flickr and I did actually make some friends and... My friend that I went to uh, do her master class in England, I met or I found her through Flickr. So I would say yes. Okay, interesting. Now I know you have more experience with this one, Meetup. Yes, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about we already kind of chatted, but video and online gaming, how hard would it be for you to make a friend that way? For me, I'm not sure if it would be the best way just because I would just be playing the games and not really caring about the connections, but it seems like. From what you've said, from your experience, it's it's a nice way to make a quick friend. Nice. And then this is kind of related to video games, um, Discord. Yeah, so I've never actually really used the Discord app except for during the pandemic. And it was with a friend I'd already met in real life. Like, we were friends from, from high school. So that was a great tool to communicate, but I wasn't making new friends through it at all. Nice. I think it's, in my opinion, it's a really great way to make a friend through an online community because it's all of those people constantly communicating that way uh how about bumble bff so i have downloaded bumble bff and i didn't have really any luck because it's kind of weird you're just swiping right on women (laughs) or potential friends and the conversations die out really quickly but 
I have heard of people making actual friends on there. Curious if, did you ever use it in Chicago when we were in a big city? I did actually, and I still felt the same way. Okay. But maybe it's just weird, like chatting with platonic friends like that you've swiped right on. <laughs> yeah, maybe it takes a certain type of personality to, to really take advantage of that. How about the peanut app? Yeah, so for those who don't know, that's for moms. So I'm not going to make a friend through there. But I think it's a great app to connect moms. And even if you don't meet in person, you have that like parent community to go off of. Nice. Yelp. <laughs> oh, this is a great way to like meet someone that has the same food preference or maybe <laughs> that like loves leaving one star reviews. <laughs> um, yeah, but you might find someone that you really like trust their opinion and you want to like go maybe try new coffee shops out with or something. That could be kind of cool. Yeah, it could be cool. I don't think I've ever heard of anybody making a friend through Yelp. <laughs> so you might be the first if you're able to do it. Uh, WhatsApp. So, again, I think that's one of those things where I've only ever messaged people that I've already known. Although, I am in some alumni WhatsApp groups. And so, technically, I guess I do talk to people I don't know in person and I've never met before through that. So, it could be a really great way to make a friend. But I don't know, like, the random ways to make friends through WhatsApp. Yeah, maybe a little more research would be required. This app's called Global Pen Friends. Oh, like the pen pal friends, right? Yes. I kind of like that. It's kind of like old school vintage, you know, making a pen pal friend. Um, it, it, yeah, it sounds like a movie plot, but I don't know if I feel comfortable giving out like my address or uh, whatever. I would do it probably. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should go back to just sending letters in to random mail people. <laughs> across the world. I think that would be fun. Uh, how about TikTok? I literally only use TikTok to post my own videos, and I don't even really watch anyone else's. <laughs> I don't know if that makes me a narcissist or what, but I'm not making friends on TikTok. <laughs> uh, as someone who watches and doesn't post, I don't think it's very plausible to make a friend, but you never know. You could, definitely. How about Tinder? I know this is an app for dating, but could you make a friend on it? Oh, man. That's like what all the guys say, right? Like, oh, I downloaded Tinder because I didn't know anyone. <laughs> starting to meet people in my community. Um, I'm sure that there's people that have maybe met off Tinder, maybe from a relationship standpoint, and then they've become friends or, you know, they didn't actually hit it off in person. So yeah, I think you could, I will give those, uh, frat guys (laughs) benefit of the doubt. (laughs) You'll give them a 1% chance. How about Omegle? Oh, so that's like the chat rooms, right? Um, I think that those can be nice if you're just trying to talk to someone for a brief period of time. But from my experience, like back in middle school, getting on those chat rooms, you're uh, <laughs> you're looking for something uh, not platonic. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of random Creepy weirdos. old men. Yeah, so I don't know about that. Yubo? Uh, Yubo? How do you pronounce it? Oh, yeah. I think that that's like a French app, but it's yeah. got 60 million users or something. Um, it's supposed to be for making friends, maybe like meetup, but I think it's more virtual based. Um, I guess it could be good, but it could be also kind of like the chat room situation where it's a little awkward or weird encounters virtually. <laughs> Makes sense. How about the next door app? Oh my gosh, man. You can find all your Karens in the neighborhood. <laughs> Didn't somebody post in our next door app that they wanted uh, someone to buy them wings last week? Yeah, they were like, I'm really hungry. Can someone order me wings? And I was like, wait, should we be best friends or what? <laughs> I, that honestly might be the best way to make a friend. I'm not going to lie to you, but I don't think it's very safe and 
from the other things I've seen on Nextdoor app, I don't think it's a great way to pursue it. <laughs> uh, and then the last one, kind of a joke, is Yik Yak. I don't even know if this app still exists. It does, because I have it on my phone. <laughs> uh, Yik Yak is like a college app, kind of. It's based on vicinity, so it could be a good way to meet someone that's within like 10 or 20 miles of your radius, um, which is why college campuses really like it, I think. But it is anonymous. So um, you would have to meet up and truly not know anything about each other. And I don't even think you can message through Yik Yak. So it would just be posting on the forum, let's meet here, and hoping for the best. <laughs> yeah, you. a lot of these ways, as you can tell, are a little bit sketchy. Uh, but you could be rewarded if it turns out that someone's not sketchy that yes. shows up. So those were just a bunch of different apps and, and groups and things that we looked up that we thought... Hey, you might be able to make a friend that way. I think personally, the best way to make the friend is to find something you're passionate about, something that you care about, and then pursue that online and you will just meet people automatically. I think you might want to decide, you know, is this a friend that I want to meet in person or is it simply an online friend? Because I don't think you want to get your hopes up or like we said, get too attached to someone or an idea. So if you just want friends just to chat with online, you know, it might be any of these ways would be fine for that. But if you want to meet in person, I think Bumble BFF or like the Facebook groups, those kind of give you more options to actually take your friendship offline. Absolutely. And, you know, at the end of the day, maybe none of these apps work for you. You can just do a quick Google search of events happening in your area or groups in your area and try to find something that works for you. Even if it's a one-off event, like a ghost tour or something, like you can meet people in person from buying an online ticket. So there are other options to pursue. And if you have anything else that didn't come up in this, feel free to let us know. Yeah, we'd love to hear about your online friends. Well, this is a really cool topic. I think all of us can relate. Definitely be careful out there though, you guys. <laughs> yeah, be careful. And I guess next week we will be talking about travel friends. So if you're into traveling and doing trips, you might be interested in that. I'll pack my suitcase. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.